You are listening to a Nerd Room Podcast, a member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more from the Star Wars Commonwealth on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode number two of the Nerd Room Detours. This is a, a little sidestep from our normal programming. In this episode, recording in early July, and I'm sitting here in the basement. We've come out of the Nerd Room, kind of into the adjacent to the Nerd Room, and we set the mics up because we want to have just a bit more of a chill session. And we're doing a little bit of an Ask Us Anything. And I'm sitting to my left here, I've got the man... The boy, Troy himself, and yeah, we're man. also joined by our good friend, Carlos. You heard him more most recently on our Spider-Man Far From Home reaction episode, and he is back here to help us walk through some Ask Us Anything questions, because Sanjay's out getting pissed drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to walk through some of these questions, and it's going to be kind of collecting focus. It's going to be a casual conversation. We may tangent, but that's the point of this episode. And we're recording a little bit early because we want to drop this in July because we're all kind of going on holidays and all that. But we don't want to leave you guys with anything to listen to. You know, you got to have us once a week, every Thursday. Yeah. End of the nerd room, come into it. So, gentlemen, what's going on? You know, it's Stampede Week. I was at a little late last night. Feeling it a little right now. But we are here having a wild Friday night. Carlos is making fun of this. because Not making fun because this is exactly what I'm wanting to do. Because my wife's like, what are you going to do? They're away for the week. What are you going to do for the weekend? You know, the kids are gone all that. I said, I'm a podcast in the basement with the boys. Yeah, <laughs> Got to keep it real. Yeah. So what's going on, guys? What's, what's, you keeping it real, man? Ah, you know what? Stampede days for me are long done. Um, once I hit that, that benchmark of age over 25... <laughs> You know, alcohol just doesn't hit me the same way. Mm-mm. It hits me a little too hard. So it's because you're so huge. You just metabolize <laughs> it so fast. <laughs> so yeah, those days are long gone for me. No, you know, I get my kicks out of podcasting with you guys out on the hunt, collecting, uh-huh. and uh, you know, checking out as many screenings as uh, far from home as possible. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. And for just for some context, for those that are likely unaware what Stampede is, I say that like you should know. So Stampede is this really weird ten day event in Calgary, Alberta, where we live where the whole city dresses up like cow, cowboys and cowgirls and run around and get drunk for the whole week. It's, it's really weird. This is massive rodeo, bull ride, and all that kind of stuff. Like very, very, this is like Calgary's biggest tourist attraction yeah. and all that. One of, the biggest, one of the biggest outdoor shows on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. And thing, yeah. it's 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 such a weird weird time in the city. And you're right. Like I had a work thing. I was it, when I say late late. I was there until nine o'clock last night. <laughs> <laughs> so Carlos, my man, what's going on? Ah, uh, you know what? I'm uh, as some of you who follow me on Twitter or that you guys have commented on. I'm in the in the throes of the the great childhood home purge, <laughs> where which is yielding all manner of treasures, which I'm sure we'll talk about tonight and whatnot. But uh, that's actually been kind of fun to take that stroll down the collecting memory lane and um yeah you know just chilling out with my girls and doing our thing yeah nice what nice. a question you have man wow fantastic <laughs> yeah, it's stuff. a beauty if you're not check the cool. hashtag shelf sundays yeah make sure to every sunday carl's posts a little bit a little glimpse into his collection his unbelievable collection thanks you man. know it's it's he's, he's but you've got like a whole you got a bat cave oh yeah i wanted got, to see the penny 
Yeah. T-Rex down there. (laughs) I I hope I don't disappoint when you guys make it over. But uh, yeah, it's one of those. It was always my thing through life and Batman was my guy. And then when we moved into our bigger house, I was like, wow, I got some deep love for Marvel. So I kind of absconded our office and uh, the scrapbooking room became uh, (laughs) the the Marvel office. And then uh, once my girls and my wife jumped on the train, there's... No putting the clown back in the box, like no. Jim Gordon said. So. <laughs> that was funny. You you bring up the, the childhood purge. And for all of us that have been collectors for our whole lives, or a good chunk of our lives, we all have inevitably that time where we now own homes, we have our own space, that your mother, father, whatever, come back and say, all right, it's time to get your stuff out of our basement. We've been holding on to this for years. And I recently went through this about five, six years ago. When I was finally established and I went home and I was flying a lot with work. So I had the ability to bring on three bags, three check bags. I brought home or home like to where I live now, everything on an airplane that I owned as a childhood, nice. which included bins of Jurassic Park toys, like all of them. With the JP tags on everything, <laughs> everything, man. Authentic. Yeah, yeah, it is like legit. And I went even in university, I went back and went on eBay and rebought Inbox the first five action figures from Jurassic Park. I still oh, have them. What's the That's first five? The, uh, so it's like, with the hat? Yeah, so it was Alan Grant, Ellie yeah. Sattler, Dennis Nedry, who looks nothing like <laughs> Wayne Knight. Nothing like him. <laughs> um, Robert Muldoon and Tim, the, the kid. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. so it was awesome. Yeah. But I refused to... I couldn't give anything up. Yeah. But that being said, I don't have any of my Ghostbuster stuff anymore. Oh. My parents yeah. got rid of that before. Like They kind of said... Hey, we're going to give this to your cousin. And I was like, yeah, that's cool, whatever. Never saw it again. I only have the car. Cars that's oh, it. But, that's... but I, I used to have, I had the tower and everything. With the, pole, oh. the fire pole? Yeah, the go... fire oh. pole, everything. Man. And my Ninja Turtles too, gone. So like I've never, I've never. Cartoon yeah, one? like the proper, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like early 90s. Oh, so I've never God. had, I never personally have let anything go, but my parents, that's two huge collections that went like i had splinter everything those things were a yeah. fortune now because remember yeah. when, you, when you got the accessories the action figures like swords and size you actually had to like break them off yeah yeah, yeah. The plastic stands i thought those were just the coolest yeah. the thing. pizza van like the, the pizza van shot the pizzas? the pizzas yeah i yeah. had that yeah. everything so many accessories yeah. Yeah. yeah but have you guys had ever had anything where you're not personally purging it but that has been lost to to the garage sales to anything like that have you guys lost a piece of your collection from your childhood like i would love to have that stuff back <laughs> Man, but have you guys have you guys experienced that? Um, there's so many things because I was in and out as as turtles guy. I was biker mice from Mars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, you know I never messed with the street sharks. That's where I drew the line. But um, <laughs> the Legos, obviously, and the Marvels. What were they called? Is this Toy Biz era? But yeah, they to- legends. Yeah. legends. They, yeah. were they still like I think they're legends. Then? They're like five inches. Yeah, they might they might have been now retroactively called legends, right. but yeah, it's the Toy Biz stuff. Because it was the based off the uh, '90s Spider Man cartoons. So yeah, he had the Venom. You squeeze his legs, I think his arms would move, and yeah, the and Wolverine came with the ripped up stuff. suit. Yeah. Those, those are the those are the gems. And Ghostbusters, I'm there with you too. Oh, I had man. I had Peter. Peter was my dude. I had all different Thank costumes man, yeah. for him. I saw uh, the slime around here somewhere too. No way. It's up in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> the one I always wanted actually it wasn't even the, the action figure. It was the. Um, the backpack and you could step on the uh what was it called like the oh like the oh, trap the thing? trap yeah thing. and it I had the wheels on you could roll it that yeah it was the that one and thing. then they had the one where you could project the ghosts on the wall no right way. and then push the button and it was like you were catching the ghost and 
incredible stuff. And, and Thundercats. I had Thundercats. Oh. Lionel. That was my that was my dude. I always <laughs> lusted after Thundercats. <laughs> always lusted after the Thundercats. Incredible well, stuff. Uh, yeah, it's wild, Carlos. Like you, you're you're don't just a tad bit older than us. It's not too too much. You looked younger than me. <laughs> good genes, good genes. But like you were we were talking earlier, you said you had a bunch of He Man stuff yeah. still. Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was and that was kind of like the first, like growing up, we didn't have much. Like a lot of my stuff was um, hand-me-downs from my older cousins. And then like all my first comic books came from like some dude down the street. And he was like hilarious. He's like that stereotypical like headbanger mullet, like yeah. 80s guy running Maybe around. Like, man number one. Yeah, doing, doing, <laughs> doing curls all the time with no shirt. Bennington Heights, but uh, yeah, I, I, I vividly remember this guy kind of like feeling bad for this like weirdo kid, and he's like, "Oh, here I'm having a grad sale," and he like gave me all these comic books, and that's, that's like so cool. a big, uh, big thing that got me into comics and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, Masters of the Universe, I think that was the first time that my parents were like, "Ah, you know, we'll throw you a bone and get you yeah. some stuff and whatnot." So he was huge. Oh yeah, He Man yeah. was like the thing back then, and I remember the figures and even like the big play sets and stuff were. Um, a little more uh, uh, cost cost effective than things like Transformers and yeah. GoBots and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, He Man was something that um, I got into a little bit, but it was never my jam. My my thing was superpowers. Like, yeah. I remember on the back of some of those comics, like seeing the Superman action figure and stuff, and just just lusting after that thing, and finally saving up coins and going to. I think it was like KB Toys or something, and yeah. and paying for this thing in pennies, like and some old man giving me like seventy five cents to bring it home, <laughs> to kind top of it thing. Up. <laughs> yeah, but uh, well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's 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 funny because as a kid, as an adult, still like the hunt is real. Like, oh, it's it's always, always been there. And yeah, like I, we were talking earlier, I have still the card backs from the ninety nine. Phantom Menace figures, and they still got the Kmart. The Kmart doesn't even exist up here anymore. Still got Kmart stickers on them, huh. the price tags and all that. And so we've been on the hunt for for decades, guys. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's crazy. And we finally na- nicely found each other, kind of drifted finally mm. towards through collecting, through comics, through a passion, love for all of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's what kind of this episode's about, guys. And that's why we're doing the Ask Us Anything Collecting Edition. Is wanted to toss it out there and do something a little different. And talk about collecting. Now, not all the questions are are collecting related. And even our man Sanjay just just sent a question in to the nerd live on the Ask Us Anything. So hashtag Ask the Nerd Room. And this is the first question we're going to go into because it's not a collecting question at all. So Sanjay is a member of this of this team, uh, a contributor weekly, but has no idea what's going on. <laughs> I love you, Sanjay. Yeah. He's the Kramer. <laughs> yeah. <for sure. laughs> <laughs> idea man you know so this is the question that that sanjay sent into our collecting let me remind you collecting edition now these aren't all collecting questions but question for the nerd room from this is from sanjay absent so i'm guessing he's had a few beers by this point he sent this question so how much is disney paying you to give good reviews for the mcu damn shills <laughs> you know I wish they were paying me. Oh, man. <laughs> I that that is a I would if they want to bankroll us any day of the week. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, he's given pretty good reviews on most things too on the MCU. Yeah. Even though you know, and I had little insight, guys. So when like as podcasters, it, it, I find that we kind of have characters, right? Yeah. And Sanjay plays. He, I, I love the word he uses: the curmudgeon. <laughs> 
So he's not a Disney shill, and he's he's got his preferences and all that. But uh, Troy, how much are Disney paying you? Oh man, you know I can't really discuss it here on the podcast, you know. But the Hot Toys money, it's not bad. <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. Um, you know, going back to the characters, Sanjay's like when we talk about uh, WWF, yeah. WWE, I guess I should say. He reminds me of like the heel. Is it the heel they use? Is that the, yeah. one, the heel, the one that kind of yeah. plays bad sometimes? Yeah. When it comes to the Marvel movies, yeah, that's Sanjay right there. Yeah, yeah. But like we said last week, though, you you need that perspective. Yeah, right? no, you need the, the center. Like, I know you guys love hearing Troy and I high-five over how awesome MCU and oh, Star Wars Endgame, is and all that. Maybe. But yeah. it's nice to have that that other voice at the table. Yeah. And that's what's important about it is that that brings some realism, right, to the podcast, to the reviews and all that. So even though this guy is a complete goofball, I love him to death. <laughs> like, to death. So, that's the dude. Carlos, yeah. I, don't, I don't think you're on the payroll. No, I... I'm working my way there. Yeah, I gotta gotta earn those sideshow bucks. Something's got something's got to pay for Shelf Sunday. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, this podcasting thing can't be free forever. Yeah, yeah. Shelf oh. Sunday's got to be self financed. So you know, I'll, I'll say whatever they want. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. If okay, here's the thing. If Disney stopped making good MCU films, I would say it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm right there. I mean, what was it? So. Go back to Infinity War. Black Panther. I love that movie. Um, Infinity War is on that train, hands down. Ant-Man and Wasp didn't really work for me. And then we got back on track with Captain Marvel, my first viewing. I dug it. And then I've kind of fallen off a little bit. And then I'm back on board with Endgame and obviously Far From Home. So, I mean, they're, they're pretty consistent. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's only going back a year, what, 2018? Yeah. But the consistency is key with the MCU, right? Huge. Yeah. It's like they continue to deliver top-tier films. Yeah. Um, it's not hit and miss and all that. Like... That's why. That's why we're Disney shills. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're like the the Swiss chalet. Yeah, it's like you know what you're gonna get, and it's you know it's not the worst and it's not the best, but it's just enjoyable every single time you go. Yeah, puts a smile on your face. Exactly, that's what's key. Yeah. <laughs> so the next question we're gonna do the real questions here because Sanjay is you know Sanjay, <laughs> but the first one the first guy to respond for this was our dude Corey from Tumbling oh. Saver. Chops. Yeah, chop rules with a Z. So if you're not listening to those guys, take a pause on this episode even yeah. and go check them out. They're doing some some real stuff. Him, Carlos, Michelle, Kawa, all the whole crew. That's over the there. crew. Yeah, doing man. great, doing great stuff. So one of the things, or two of the things he wants to ask here is, what is your favorite collectible toy and why? And the second is, what is your most valuable toy and how you came across it? So we'll shoot this one over to you first, Troy. Oof. What is your favorite toy collectible? Hmm. Hot Toys Anakin, man. Yeah. Oh, I love I love that figure. From the moment I saw that thing, I think it was at a San Diego or is a toy fair, and I was like, "That's that's the hot toy that's gonna get me. That's the that's the one I need in my life." Um. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my favorite one. I mean, I go down to the nerd room basement and I look, and my eyes on target. It's on. It's on that Anakin. Yeah. Yeah. You just yeah. find yourself staring at it. Like I do it every yeah. morning. Like I. I right. I, I, because the way our house is is kind of weird. So I usually come down here and shower and get all ready for work and all that. And like the bathroom is right next to the nerd room. And I just, after every shower, I go and stand in there for two seconds. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially when you get that new toy, right? That yeah, new exactly. toy comes into your life and you're just, all your attention's on that new yeah. toy. It's like a first newborn, you know? And yeah. Like, Change the angle a few millimeters. Yeah, yeah. Pose it up a little Give bit. Give it a blow yeah. in case a piece of dust fell yeah. on it. Yeah. It's, it's real, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Carlos? What's your, what's your favorite toy collectible? Throw statues and all that in there too. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? It's got to be the superpowers Batmobile I have I, I don't know I actually I do remember how I got it like I had 
I had a buddy who had one and I lost it after all the time. My parents were like, oh, no, you can just go to Ryan's house and play with it. And then years later, I traded like a short box full of now worthless image books for a bunch of sweet stuff. And one of the things was like this mint superpowers Batmobile. And then I had my mint Batman and Robin from when I was a kid. So finally, Batman and Robin had their ride. So oh. that's was it, was uh, it the capes that kind of came off the necks. Those yeah. Like, oh, we did just, yeah. Love those, yeah. right? Those little, the little C-shaped things. Like yeah. Pinch onto the neck. And you oh. squeeze your legs together yeah. and they yeah. punch. Well, Robin cried. Robin, chops. Yeah, Robin had a thing yeah, in his back. But didn't uh, you have a button in his back? No, that was the reissue one. So oh, when that was a reissue. Batman 89 came out, yeah. they put them out as like the DC superheroes line. Yeah. yeah. And so blue card backs? Uh, the blues were the old like 80s, yeah. like 84 to 86. Wow, remember those, yeah. man. Oh, oh with the Jose Garcia Lopez art. Like, oh, I, I, like I'm mercy. such an easy lay for anything with that guy's <laughs> art on it. It's just like, oh. Whatever, whatever I gotta do to have it. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. I gotta, oh, I gotta say, mine's kind of a weird one. No, maybe not a weird one. Because I have like this sentimental thing with a lot of my my actually. Everything's got a story. Everything's got yeah. a place and all that. And mine's gotta be my vintage Darth Vader carrying case. The the action figure oh, carrying nice. case. Oh yeah, that head, right? Yeah, and it goes back to. And I think I've told the story on the podcast before, but I'm gonna just kind of tell a shortened version of it. I went home for Thanksgiving in the middle of university, and my uncle had my cousin's old one on a wall he used to have like it, it was his nerd room and had it was like his, a small cottage but it was all his stuff it was incredible so sweet it was amazing um wally world is what he calls it cool. and um after wally world and uh what do you <laughs> call it uh national lampoon stuff right yeah and uh so it's on the wall it's got all these action figures and i sat there and st- i was kind of out of collecting for a little bit in university i sat there and stared at it and i was like yeah okay i'm, I'm back in i'm in i'm in nice. vintage all the way and I went home for that Christmas that year. My dad had bought me this this vintage carrying case and a lot of vintage Star Wars action figures for Christmas. Beauty. And oh. for, since then, it's always been my favorite because it's like it's, that was the moment when I got back into collecting. Mm-hmm. It was from then on. That was middle university on, and I had like in university, I had shelves in my my room. Like I'm partying, doing all this crap, and then I go in there and I have shelves and action figures. Right. <laughs> guys would be like, nice. "What are you like? What's wrong?" Like, and that was before. That was it was still a bit taboo back then. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. To have shelves of action figures. Yeah. This wasn't that long ago. Right. Yeah. You know, maybe 10, 12 years ago, whatever, fifteen years yeah. ago, and that like still wasn't like widely accepted to have action figures in your room. But yeah, it's got to be that that vintage uh, Darth Vader head for me. Yeah, because that's before even Funkos. Because Funkos was kind of like the ones that like was kind of trendy that you could put up, and people were like, yeah. "All right, that's cool." You can have your yeah. desk at work. Yeah, but the action figures ones. were yeah. like, oh, "I don't know." Yeah, what's like, up with this I, guy, I, right? I specifically remember a guy coming to my room, and I had a shoebox. I had bought a bunch off eBay, and I had a shoebox was full of them that he sent me in. And he came in and went, like, "Oh, when you get new shoes, you open it up." And he's like, "Oh." And just put it down, and we just never spoke about it. <laughs> it's like you found your dirty magazines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you're that guy. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Should we go have a beer now? Yeah, yes, we should. <laughs> All right, the second part of Chop Rules. What is your most valuable toy, and how did you come across it? Ooh, most valuable, eh? Hmm. It's got to be one of them hot toys. It, yeah, I just don't want to use that again. But it it, it probably is. It's, it'd have to be, it have to be the Vader, the Vader man, the Vader, even the Obi Wan. Obi Wan's the first um, first deluxe hot toys I've gotten, uh, recently, and that thing's hefty. You know, it comes with a baby Luke from the end of Avengers of the Sith, which is <laughs> so cool. Really? Yeah, it's deluxe. Yeah, shout out to my boy Darth Goody. He has the same one. He knows what's up. And um, there's also it comes with. The reveal that 
um, when Yoda explains to Obi-Wan that Anakin's turned and you see the hologram of Anakin bowing down to Emperor Palpatine. And, oh, I saw that. Yeah. That's Because you just posted that on Instagram. I posted that on Instagram, exactly. So that comes with um, the Obi-Wan figure and you can also put the lights in it and it lights up and it's all... And it looks like a hologram too. It's very well crafted. That's cool. It also comes with a couple of the Roger Roger droids like broken. So they're like they're sliced up. Oh, nice. So you can display it around Obi-Wan and you can put Anakin and them together and it looks like they just went to battle with these things from the beginning of episode three so um and this is the obi-wan that you just got that i just got thanks to you man because you hooked it up there i've been looking everywhere for this figure and uh dude yeah it's for the accessories it's obi-wan but for the overall look and the heftiness it's it's vader yeah so sorry chops it's one of those two yeah yeah most valuable carlos i am interested in this one because you've got the houseful statue game man yeah, yeah. you know what? i got a f- just off the top of my head like i'd probably have to say my bone batman because that was the first that was the first comic statue they ever did yeah. and it was like it was killer like for probably 15 years it was still the nicest comic statue that anybody had ever produced right and being the first one they didn't make very many of them and um, if I remember correctly there was production issues with them shipping so a bunch of them broke and whatnot and then yeah just by God's good graces I ended up with oh, one after man. like years of hunting and that was kind of like my white whale for a long time so yeah I, I think it's that one Um or like I have a Spider-Man comicette that Sideshow did before they really took off. That right. I think is worth a few bucks. Last I checked, but it's like the first yeah. one they did, eh? With Spidey. No, it's the second. The first one they did was awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was yeah. Pretty bad, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like cloth. Like the blue parts were cloth, and he was kind of crouched really? on a, and then he had like raised webbing and. Do you know who the artist was that they were basing off of for that one? No, it was no. all kind of like in-house stuff yeah, that they did. Yeah. 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 So. Wild. Wow, I you know I for the life of me I looked at this question the other day and I honestly and I said this last week I am a cheap ass collector <laughs> like I need it like I love the hunt but I need a deal like mm, I'll pay resale yeah. for legends and all that but I have this really hard time paying an exorbitant amount of money for things like I've dipped my toe like I never like I know I said this year and I'm going into because I got that that cap right yeah. coming the hot toy it's my first hot yeah, toy yeah man but um like the what's the Thing in there that's worth the most to be honest with you i have no i don't think i have anything that's worth like hundreds and hundreds of dollars like the most like is my definitely the avengers number one but it's not a toy right right um, but it's a collectible it yeah. is a collectible yeah. um but most valuable toy i have it's probably got to be one of the exclusives that the guys have grabbed me over the last couple of years the x-wing luke oh yeah nice that's celebration the, yeah celebration rob cast you know shout out he grabbed that for me um, like I remember that was a couple of years ago. I was at home. I'm usually at home during SD. No, it wasn't celebration. I was San Diego comic-con right, a couple right, of years yeah, back yeah. and he FaceTimed me and like, it was kind of like, it's funny because again, this is about what this episode is about tangents is that, um, a lot of, a lot of friends that we have now, like in the community, the podcast community, the stars Commonwealth, all that is people we've only met over the last couple of years, but like all of a sudden we're FaceTiming each other, yeah. talking to each other every single day. Like these guys have been going out and hunting for me. Like Rick was down at celebration this year hunting for me. And so it's all these exclusives that I've collected over the last little bit. Steve Kirk sent me the Iron Man from SDCC last year. The gold one? No, the Mark one. Oh yeah. 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 The Funko pop. Yeah. And so, so it's figure. probably yeah. those, those exclusives that if you're looking at pure value, yeah. it's those exclusives over the last couple of years that I've picked up. Um, and you know, some of the early legends I have too are quite like the winter soldier legends. Yeah. 
can't uh, find those things. No, you can't bad. find them anywhere. You go on eBay, you're paying well over a hundred bucks for some of those yeah. really early ones. Or your first line of um, Black Series. Yeah, the Black oh, Series, like yeah. the X-wing Luke and all that from that that first run of Black Series. Because I have everything except for the Anakin and the Clone Trooper and that orange card back. Mm-hmm. And because I got into those right as I think 2014, like right as they hit. That's again like the whole Disney bio and the Black Series and then the coming of the Force Awakens. That's when clicking really ramped up for me in the last little bit. But yeah, you're probably right. It's and it's more recent stuff. Like I have a bunch of vintage stuff, but I like my vintage stuff to be played with beat up. Yeah. And so it's not worth. I don't have any carded vintage action figures or anything like that. Um, but I don't think I'd ever pay that money for a yeah. carded one. Like I'm not like I'm a carded Star Wars collector, but those are loose for me because I'm just not going to pay that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's probably mine. Now, the next question comes from this in our Ask Us Anything. This comes from Rob Williams of Generation X-Wing Podcast, another member of the Star Wars Commonwealth and another fantastic podcast. These guys do a lot of pop culture stuff. It's not just Star Wars. So they have like a really cool look at kind of everything retro. Um, these guys are just fantastic. So shout out, go check them out. His question is actually very interesting. How has kids affected your collecting habits? <laughs> so you and I have just entered two kids. Phase two. Carlos, you got a couple yourself. Yeah. How is how is collecting actually changed for you guys over the years as you've collected two new children into your lives? <laughs> uh, well, well, for me, um, once I do collect what I want and I set it up in the basement, I make it very clear uh, these are not toys to be played with, <laughs> which I'm sure we can all attest to. Yeah. But, um, you know, um, it was the new Nickelodeon series of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which, if you guys remember from a while back, Sanjay actually brought to our attention, and I criticized the heck out of this cartoon for the animation purpose. It was horrible, and I still haven't even watched the cartoon. The like Raph with the full head oh, bandana and stuff? Yeah, and he has the okay. scar, and then Donnie looks all weird. It's, it's, it's horrendous, but... The toys are out there all over the place, and I just missed the Nickelodeon series beforehand with Ninja Turtles, and my daughter like loves them. She loves these Ninja Turtles, so That's I went awesome. out on the hunt for these things, <laughs> for the newer recently ones, and I got her like the whole set from April to to Master Splinter to the whole four, four Turtles. Uh, there's no Shredder, which is weird. So anyways, I got her those toys, and she digs them. But then that wasn't enough for me. So I had to actually go back and get like the other Nickelodeon wave of these Ninja Turtles <laughs> to like just kind of satisfy myself and yeah. her, obviously. <laughs> these ones are for dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's kind of been my little hunt for her, which was kind of fun because when I wasn't chasing stuff for myself, when it was kind of dead out there for a little while, I was on the hunt chasing these Ninja Turtles, which was which was pretty cool to do. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. Brought, bringing them in. Bringing them yeah. in. Yeah. Carlos, you've done that, eh? Oh, yeah. And it was it's funny to watch the evolution of just like our little corner of the world because this stuff didn't exist when my oldest was born. Like there was no superhero toys for kids. Like there was no Imaginext. There was no T-shirts with Funkos the Marvel. Yeah, no Funkos, no T-shirts with Marvel characters, no nothing. You'd find the odd pink supergirl shirt and we'd buy three of them for because you you know one for now one for like six months from now and one for a year from now and the very first thing that they ever did was um a line called spider-man and friends and there were these there were like a takeoff of um amazing friends yeah well it was spider-man and friends is what it was called Mm -hmm. but they were like big chunky figures and i think they were um their answer to bob the builder and stuff or and they had like because what was popular at the time was like these construction worker figures and like right. policemen and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, so anyways, these Spider-Man and Friends figures came out and, and it 
speaks to the popularity of different characters, right? Mm-hmm. So in a line of eight figures, five of them were Spider-Man, Hulk, <laughs> Spider-Girl, <laughs> and Captain America. And like they'd do waves of them. Yeah. And then it would be, again, like five Spider-Mans, a Hulk, a Spider-Girl, and they'd do Wolverine. So who's, oh, wow. so who's missing from that? No, no, Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah, no, so yeah. uh, Iron Man was actually an exclusive to like Target or something in the States. And one of my old partners at work, he's a big Iron Man fan. So he made it his mission. And he's like, I got to find Tony for it. He's like, she has to know who Iron Man is. Yeah, of course. And now, fast forward to post-MCU world, that case breakup would be five Iron yeah. Mans, <laughs> one Spider-Man, <laughs> Captain America, and Thor. Yeah, yeah no Spider-Girl. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that that was kind of bringing bringing the kids into it and yeah. stuff, and uh, yeah, I I don't know, like mine have always, and especially having just girls, like yeah. it's funny. We always made it a point, like I don't kind of steer them towards anything, but it's yeah. like whatever you want to like, like exactly. If, if you like ponies, if you like whatever, like the wiggles or whatever all the wiggles yeah i know about that yeah Yeah. but they each like my my oldest loves like hardcore loves superman and she's going into high school and like her junior high graduation present she picked for herself from this antique store like this vintage superman like light cover kind of thing was what she wanted with like parenting done right man yeah Yeah. and so i was like oh well this is for real then obviously and then like my youngest loves spider-man yeah there we go. She was getting nervous when I was taking pictures of like the Spider-Man in her room for one shelf Sunday. She's like, what are you doing with that? Is that going on eBay? Why, why are you taking pictures in my room? So. That's hilarious. I, I love oh, that man. though, that you're, you're kind of like, you're a family of collectors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys all love different things, but it's, it's become kind of a family hobby, which is really cool. It's very unique. Yeah, it is. And it just kind of happened naturally. Like nobody, like the, the Batman thing was always my deal. And yeah. then, like as my wife and I were dating and stuff, like she she liked Mickey Mouse and whatnot, and then it, it kind of started with our wedding, um, on the front table or like the guest book table or whatever. Our moms in going through like the baby pictures for putting everything together, they had like a Mickey and Minnie wedding frame, and on the Mickey side they had a picture of me and like my Superman underoos and yeah. get up, and then it had my wife and uh, Wonder Woman oh. get up on the other side, and then as we made our life together, she started to embrace Wonder Woman more and more and oh, more. And man. Yeah, beauty. that's all she so wrote. Cool. Beauty. Yeah. So close. Yeah. And that's the best couple, man. It's, it's new 52 Superman and new 52 Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now I have a God killer sword in my bedroom. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's worked out. All right. Amazing. <laughs> awesome, man. Amazing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very, it's very similar for me guys is that, especially since the little one's gotten a little older now, like I, I've had that same rule that you do, man is like, this like no go and it's so funny because anytime someone goes in there either my mother-in-law whatever she says this is mine and daddy's room you're not allowed to touch <laughs> any nice and like she'll go there and be like no and like when their friends down here like they don't go in there she knows hold the fort not to go in there so there's a couple kids in there last weekend they're like it's like a store can we open stuff i was like get, oh! get out of here get out of here i will punch you <laughs> and i thought you were gonna say i'm calling your mother but um, all right yeah well it's, it's extreme man it's extreme yeah it's uh that's like the worst thing you could hear yeah, right yeah. can we open things yeah. no no, no. But uh, one of the things that my daughter loves right now, and 
So I'll go, I'll walk up to her and I'll be like, what are we doing this weekend? And she's like, I don't know. I said, you want to go on the, and she'll go hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Love and it. And so she, she knows what the hunt is. Yeah. And so we'll go out, we'll go to Toys R Us. Well, I, we always dip by Stars of Marvel first. Yes. And then she goes. And I, so the biggest thing that for me is that it's become more of a shared thing, the hunt. Nice. And she knows what I'm chasing and she usually, depending on the day, it's My Little Pony, LOLs or something like that. Yeah. Some crazy stuff. But she's she's a collector at heart, and I nice. love it. I yeah. absolutely love it. She and again, I've never pushed her towards anything. She's not like a huge superhero Star Wars person. Like she see, she knows what it is. She's like yeah. Daddy Star Wars or Daddy Marvel. Yeah. She kind of thinks it's all the same thing too. She'd be like, like she'll be see Captain America and be like Star Wars. I'd be like, no, 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 <laughs> not right. But that's okay. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's become kind of a shared thing that I really love. Like her and I will go out. The biggest thing I've had to teach her though is that because she sees the way that we are, right? Mm-hmm. And that I'm always coming home with something. And so I have to had to teach her that you don't not every time you go into Toys R Us you get something. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. go, you look. It's about the thrill. It's about getting out there yeah. and just kind of you know going to the different stores and enjoying that part of it. And you know there's always that that disappointment. But for me sometimes it's it's almost it builds that anticipation a bit more. Oh, it does. And so I'm trying to teach her that idea that you don't because she'll go and be like, well, we just get this. I'm like, but do you want this? She's like, yeah. Oh, and I'm gonna like, do the test, man. Yeah. The real money test. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. Hey, daddy, can you buy me this dinosaur? Uh, do you want to pay for it with your own money? Uh, let me think about it. Yeah. Which means, no, yeah, I don't no, want yeah. it. That, I don't yeah. want to spend my birthday money on yeah. this. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it hasn't been a. Um, I don't think that my. I think it's become just like this shared thing. Yeah. Which is like the, the exact same sentiment that you guys are expressing mm-hmm. is that, yeah, it's changed, but it's still a thing. Like, oh, yeah. and you know, the nice thing is too is that sometimes you have to go do those secret hunts, right? Oh, yeah. Where you, you dip in without telling anyone and then you smuggle in the Marvel Legends into yeah. the base, <laughs> set them up and just be like, what? Troy yeah. brought this over. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. fine. You just throw the bag downstairs. Yeah. What was that you just threw downstairs? Yeah. Like, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Or yeah. like, why did you go downstairs first? Why didn't you just come straight upstairs? I just had to check something. You know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so there's always that subtle, that subtle thing, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, don't want to get in trouble. I, I know there's been a few times where I've gone to go pick up some bigger ticket items from my comic store. Yeah. And um, the owner, every once in a while, I'll be there with the family and be like, uh, do you want me to just hang on to this for you for later? I was like, <laughs> What are you talking about? He's like, oh, there's a couple guys whose wives aren't as understanding and stuff like that. So it's a real thing. Oh, <laughs> well, man. And that's, that's the thing, kind of, kind of leveraging off of that, mm. is that the spouse is a very important part oh, yeah. of collecting. Uh, you yeah. have to have, there has to be some mutual understanding there. That, yeah, thousand yeah, percent. You, like, yeah. they, my wife's been always super supportive of the collection. She's actually probably some of the most expensive things I have in my collection she's bought me, including cool. that Avengers number one. Um, so she's always embraced that part of me, but you got to be able to, you know, walk in and say, yeah, I spent 30 bucks on a legend, yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah, you got your thing and that's okay. I'm not at the bars. I don't, I don't like do any, like that's, this is my hobby. Yeah. And, but it's, it took a, not a while, but it's that understanding and like that mutual acceptance of that this is a part of you like you married me and you knew this yeah. about me mm-hmm. and that's what's it's great about all three of our spouses is mm-hmm. that they're all understanding and like embrace it yeah. and that is that's part of us and so that's oh. really cool you gotta get you gotta get the spouse on board oh yeah. like, it's yeah. just an investment on her part right yeah. she's away and she's like it's friday night in calgary during stampede 
I know where Tim is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she tracks me on my phone, <laughs> which is yeah. exactly where I am, what I'm doing. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't, and that's the funny thing is that I have zero desire to go do any of the bar stuff, but what did I do today after work? Toys R Us, Walmart, EB Games. Yeah. Yeah. Did a run. Did a quick run. Yeah. 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 End up with two legends. So, yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, this this question, actually, this one comes from our boy Grabs. Oh, you meant the figures. I thought you were referring to us with legends. Oh, it's like I end up with two legends on a Friday night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. There it is. We'll go with that one. Sorry, Uh, Sanjay. Yeah, I'm sure he's doing fine. <laughs> no, okay, so this comes from, from our boy Grabs. Yes. We've all heard the nerd room rule of not paying over a certain amount of money for Black Series of Legends. So we have the $35 rule. Golden. Yes, mm-hmm. the golden standard, golden set rule. And that rule came out of really part of it is me being a dumbass. And I paid one time like 70 bucks for a Boba Fett Black Series because I panicked and thought I was never going to find it. Lo and behold, I found like three of them. <laughs> Um, and I gifted one of those to Troy yeah, at one point. Yeah, appreciate it, man. So that's kind of, that's where the $35 rule is. And that also comes from the fact that we think that all Black Series and Marvel Legends are almost overpriced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the exclusives that go for 36 that's why where the $35 came in, actually, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, because the exclusives at, at Toys R Us up here in Canada are $36.99. And that's for a single figure. That's too much too much for that so except that grievous which is crazy 69 dollars for the grievous 60, yeah 69 dollars for a, a deluxe grievous are you serious hasbro yeah that's, like, that's nuts no it should stuff like that i'm okay paying the 35 dollars for that yeah like a normal legend or a normal black series legend they're about 29.99 give or take right yeah. sometimes 27 depends where you go um 35 should be for a grievous hands down 69.99 is an insane amount of money for a single actual and it's not like i i know darth did a a review on that over on his youtube channel darth goody so go check him out and it's a nice figure oh yeah but it's not like a a statue or or something that's it's still your bulk standard black series Right. right it's it's a really great black series figure but it's not like your SH figure arts. It's not like that level of detail. Even your selects, you find a bit more detail. And they're still pretty cheap, too. Yeah. Well, see, because when they released that price, I'm thinking it's maybe going to come with one of his guards from episode three. Yep. Like, that would have made a lot of sense. Got a cool new weapon in there, too, with like that purple kind of hue going on. But Well, usually with those deluxe yeah. sets, like they did this with some exclusives with Kyle and I. He came with like the first order banner. He came and then yeah. the throne room Snoke. Like yeah, he came with yeah. the throne and it was set up in the box. And so that stuff, yeah, that, that Even one. The Palpatine's was, cheaper. Yeah. On Amazon, right? Yeah, the Palpatine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So crazy stuff. But yeah. second part of that question, so that's the $35 rule. He says, are there any other rules for trades, comics, or any other collectibles? When was the last time you got the look from the spouse about a collecting piece? So <laughs> kind of went through that. We all have very supportive spouses on this one. <laughs> I don't think I've ever, have you guys ever gotten a look from your spouse? Like, I don't know if you should have bought that. <laughs> I like, for me, it's, I don't think she's ever given me the look. But sometimes it's more like, do, do we do we need all of this like at once? <laughs> like if this was back 2015 when you know stuff it was going off the rails between yeah. Force Awakens and Avengers: Age of Ultron. Oh yeah, like I was going and buying waves waves of <laughs> Legends. Like, yeah, you're completing everything. Yeah, like yeah. 150 dollars in in a Walmart or yeah. a Toys R Us for Legend figures. <laughs> like that would probably be the only time that she was like, okay you got to rethink your strategy a little here mm-hmm. um, because that's just like, it's crazy. Yeah. I, and it's, they're just, and they're, they're, you know, it's just plastic paradise out there back in the day, man. But plastic paradise, that PP. Yeah. So that was probably the only time I've ever it. gotten the look. Yeah. Is, yeah. is that 
Ultron set. And actually, the other time, but to, to, on the the converse of that is that when Force Awakens came out and Toys R Us had those exclusive diecasts, the Elite series. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know about them. We walked into, we did the Force Friday. Her and the I. Disney store. Yeah, right? the Disney yeah. after the first Force Friday, you and I did. Uh, we went up into the Disney store up north, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, these things are sitting there. I'm like, what are these? And she's like, buy them all! <laughs> and it turns out they were like, I bought them all, and then they all went on like deep discount. Because <laughs> no one well, else Well, the them. first waves are The first waves, yeah, the, especially yeah. the Ray with their lightsaber. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's you ever I never you got a look from the wife or no? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, there's a couple times when I I sit back and I just don't collect my comics for like there's been oh. times like a month or so, even a little bit more. Oh. And I go and I pick it up and it's just like fat stack. It's huge. And she's like, really? I'm like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it's been like a month at yeah. least building to this. She's like, okay. But the, one of the worst ones I got was um, when I first got into. Uh, kind of customizing figures and I, I was really new at it i'm still new at this stuff but i was i had my heart set on anakin i had to make anakin skywalker and my wife's very much like me when it comes to bvs she wasn't on board and i just remember for the longest time i'm like okay i need a character with long brown hair that can kind of you know take on the face of anakin for now and i'm gonna give it a scar and it's gonna be awesome and my first instinct was to get um bucky you know, yeah, yeah. the soldier. I've seen it done online. I was like, okay, I guess that can kind of work. But Marvel Legends heads are a bit bigger than Black Series. Couldn't find Bucky anywhere. So I'm in like, I don't know. I think I was in, I was out of town and I'm in a Walmart and I saw the BVS toys just drop and it's Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, cool, long hair. This is going to work. This yeah. is going to look great. So I grabbed that guy. It's cherry. <laughs> <laughs> grabbed like a Kylo Ren. For, this is like the third Kylo Ren I picked up. Basically, I'm grabbing a lot of doubles, at it, but I have a Lex Luthor face and um, played by Eisenberg, right? And my wife's like, what are you doing? Like, this is... You know, I like this movie. What are you trying to do? And I was like, I got a questionable look there because I'm buying like so many <laughs> duplicates. And basically, anytime I'm customizing like the X-Wing Luke, I bought like four of those things just because I had to make like so many different versions she's like really you go in there but the end result pays off and i didn't use the um the lexington head for the final product anyways so it, it turned out okay but that's the times i've gotten those weird looks and i don't even blame her <laughs> well, that's the thing yeah that with mine too it was justified yeah it, it, it's fair yeah. <laughs> carlos how about you man oh you know what when we first got married, like like I was telling you earlier, kind of the the only rule was like, yeah, bring your collection. This is this is cool. This is comes with you as part of the marriage package, but it's like no food. Yeah, no food. Yeah. So speaking of which, all, all my boxes of cereal. <laughs> Carla showed up today with this like a goodie bag full of stuff for Troy and I, and one of it is a now vintage. This is a vintage chocolate bar. It's twenty years old. Yep. It's vintage chocolate bar. Yeah, it's uh, one. It expired on May twenty eighth year 2000 wow <laughs> so but he brought these chocolate bars these Cadbury chocolate bars from stars episode one from england yeah. all the way from england that's legit. crazy legit yeah, the best chocolate over there legit man you should give it a try <laughs> <laughs> oh man i never see you again <laughs> yeah but it's the food eh yeah the food was a big one and then the only time i ever like quasi got in trouble was like i got that cap shield which is sweet and she was super supportive of that and whatnot and um I love the pedigree of that one and everything else, but for whatever like OCD ridiculous reason, I wanted a metal one, and it was just stupid. It was from like 
collector forums and like bantering back and forth with guys that were anyways i ended up buying like a second shield so i have like the 75th anniversary shield and stuff <laughs> wow which is sweet yeah but like she's she's a little resentful towards that and then i also had it like set up kind of where she likes to put the laundry rack <laughs> which she needs the overflow in my office or our office my office um and so when you come to the back cave yeah much like for the advertising for DC versus Marvel, there's yeah. this random Captain America shield in the back cave. <laughs> Just because, like, it, it started to become, like, a little contentious when she'd have to move it and stuff. I was like, ooh, we're getting a little rough with that. <laughs> the, the, I hope it makes that sound that it does in the, the first Avengers, like that. Um, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When it picks it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. Like, easy with the spun aluminum. So, uh, yeah, that that's downstairs. Out of sight, out of mind. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Another part of Grab's question here is, is there any of the rules that you guys have when it comes to collecting comics or whatever? One of the ones I have is, especially for a new comic run, is you have one issue to hook me. Hmm. And I'll give it a shot, something new. But if you can't pull me in on your first issue, there will not be a second issue bought. <laughs> It's kind of a weird one, very yeah. harsh, but it's the same. I have the same thing with the trailer. Like, if you can't hook me with a film with two minutes of footage from yeah. a two and a half hour long movie, what are you guys doing? Right. Like it's you should fair, have, though. Yeah. yeah, you should have two good minutes of footage yeah. <laughs> if your movie's good. It's, That's the same with comic. It's like, this should be like the hook, right? The, mm -hmm. Like, you want the hook, line, singer for all for like the run. You got to get me in. I, you know, and there's been runs where I've read the first one, didn't like it, put it away, and then the run turned out to be fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, so it's worked out sometimes, but not other times, but with pull lists being so deep, so many comics, like I had to find a harsh rule. Otherwise I'd have like, my pull list would be enormous and it's it, unreadable. Well, and if you buy like a bad six issue run yeah, with books that like knocking on five bucks a pop. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Well, that's what they, that's five bucks now. It's 30 like, bucks. Yeah. yeah. Right. For a mediocre run yeah it's not worth it, it sucks yeah. yeah yeah so any other you guys got any, you got any other hard rules for either comics or collecting or anything uh, like that you know as of lately with comics because it's it's so hard keeping up with everything and i i do i do get about three or four dc books then i get quite a bit of marvel books but now i'm really probably the last bit uh focusing on trades so anything new that kind of comes up like it has to really hook me like for instance just finished war of the realms and I picked up like three um, Thor issues to go with that series, and now I'm like, boom! I'm buying Thor. Like yeah. I'm in. Like I'm not gonna do the trade. Like that hooked me so hard. Nice. I'm I'm, I'm picking up Thor. Um, but there's other you know instances where like something will kind of spin off. Say maybe even like an X Men one for example, and I'll be like, okay, that's kind of cool. I'll check it out, but in trade. You yeah. Because it's not enough to get me fully in. I'll give it a, a shot with one trade, and if that trade kind of blows. Well, then I'm done. Yeah. And I can walk away from it. And it's cool because trades look nice too. Because you can you can put yeah. them up whether it's a bad trade or not. It just kind of looks cool. You can just you get know, them on chapters store. or whatever on pretty good discount yeah. too and yeah. all that. So. Or, or, or heaven forbid, you know, if a comic shop is closing, they they go. Yeah. Five, yeah. Five, yeah. Troy five, rated one <laughs> rules for, for weeks. <laughs> oh, the Inglewood? Yeah. Is, yeah. I got like, what, four different astonishing Ant-Man books. Show it to grabs. I got a whole bunch of stuff. I completed my Jonathan Hickman run going into uh, Future Foundation. Like so many goodies out there. So. Yeah. Yeah, mine's one one issue per per book. Like yeah. with in this age of like endless variants yeah, yeah. and oh, yeah. no alternate covers me. and retailer exclusives, it's just like, you know what? No. I I played this game in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got the I got the scars, yeah. Uh, a few scars. 
Yeah. The rest of them is a sweet Batmobile for a bunch of worthless books that I yeah. pawned off onto some poor <laughs> shop owner. But um, yeah, just you know, if an issue comes out and it's got three sweet covers, I pick the one I like the best. Yeah. And that's... Well, see, I'm kind of weird with that though, because I won't. I need to buy the first printing yeah. original cover. I I don't own any. I might have one or two variant covers. Oh, okay. But I need that first printing because there's a Guardians book that I waited out for for like in the new run. I couldn't find the first issue forever, and I just sat on it because I was like, I'm not buying the second printing. Yeah, uh, like, it's just not for me. I just said that's a weird collecting thing. Well, I, I think it, for me it's my mainstay. So like Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, it has to be the first printing. But if um, even like an X-Men one, I'm okay with getting um, a second printing or a variant. But, um, you, you know, speaking with mainstays, like, what are your guys' main comics that you'll never drop, like, thick or thin? Even if it's bad, you, you, you stick with that comic. Do you ever pull? My, my Cap's my guy. Cap's your guy. I still, I've been with that since, like, well, since I started rereading comic Seen, books and all that. Dimension. Dimension Z and Z, all that. Stigma. The Remedy Junior stuff. Yeah. And all that. Like, Cap has had, like, his highs are really high, but the lows are really low, I find. Yeah. Is that the if you get the wrong guy on a series that doesn't get like the bare essence of Captain America, it can go south pretty quick. Cause he's, I find he's not one of those guys that everyone just gets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Spencer was pretty good with them. Yeah. Brew Baker's your highest. Brew Baker. Yes, for sure. Brew Baker yeah. understood that character. Yeah. And cause he, and he went through some ups and downs through the nineties and all that. Like he's, he's kind of, I don't know. Like, and I guess all characters go through this. I'm just more familiar with cap. But because like the like it's like I find that Cap and like Superman might be very similar in the sense because they're they have they're like the Boy Scouts yep. and all this right and so it's harder to write them. Um, but yeah, Cap is one I will never ever drop. I'll read that. Like I I've dropped Avengers in the past. Oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I love like, Avengers. Like you, you collect them, but you just won't read them, or you'll you'll just like. You like there's a, a point in time there where I stopped reading Avengers oh, for shoot. like good six months. Yeah, and I never went back and picked stuff up. I just kind of jumped in when they did the, the. No Avengers. Road Home or. Yeah, No Road Home yeah. and a couple other stuff, and it wasn't any because I didn't like it. It just I wasn't hooking me enough, right? Yeah. Because the team that's the thing with Avengers too is that the Hickman run was amazing. Oh, so had the good. team, but I like and yeah, and we all know your dude is uh, Spidey, thick and thin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I won't, I won't drop. You know, I'm still not even a big fan of Nick Spencer Spidey right now. Yeah. And and part of that oh, is see, the art. I, I'm, I'm, I'm weird with that one because everybody Otley's loves art? Ryan Otley. Is yeah. it Oatley? Oatley or Otley. Yeah, they they love his stuff. Um, for me, it just doesn't really. Do it for me. Yeah, but, you're a JRJR um, JR fan. So, yeah, you know, Spider-Man's the one I, I won't drop. Nightwing, Batman, and Nightwing's like really bad right now. Like I hate to crash with on the Rick. Beat. Yeah, Rick. You know what I mean? What is going on with that? And I thought this was gonna be like a six issue kind of like have fun. Yeah. Sticking with this for quite a while, and I, I've checked out. But um, yeah, that's about it. Hulk, I tried for a long time with Indestructible Hulk. Yeah, yeah, Immortal Hulk right now is amazing. Uh, it it's a horror Batman book. at one point. Was that? It, it, it sold Batman. Yeah. It did, uh, was it number one or number two over Batman? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Yeah. Well, for me, it's detective comics. Yeah. Like, yeah. I started collecting like 86, 87, and then I back issued it a bit to like just the OCD to get even numbers kind of thing. So I think like my Batman to 400 and detectives is 600 or something wow. like that but um wow. yeah and they're up to like a thousand or whatever now so yeah and i like i fully intended on jumping off at a thousand but i don't know like it, it, at this well, point man you're in well yeah I'm, I'm in and then there's like that social aspect uh the the 
Wednesday Warriors and stuff like that congregating and whatnot. So my pull list is down insane yeah. from what it used to be. And mm-hmm. like Marvel, Agreed. I almost just read exclusively um, via comicsology sales. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff it's a good like way that. to go. Yeah, yeah Marvel Unlimited. I've really enjoyed having Marvel Unlimited. One well, the thing that's happened now is I find like I actually don't enjoy reading physical books as much as I do reading them digitally. Oh, you're killing me! And then when <laughs> get that flappy, yeah. And when we had um, when we had like the Hoopla service through our library in town, like God, I read thousands of dollars worth of trades for free through the library. Easy to consume, eh? Well, and it's just like click of a button, right? And yeah. you try everything, and yeah. and you can read them at night, yeah, like in the dark, yeah. totally. Because right? yeah. I find that sometimes I'll get upstairs and want to read a comic book, and I don't want to have the light on because my wife's sleeping or whatever she's doing her thing. And with the digital, I find you can read that. You can read it on the bus. Mm-hmm. It's easy. You're not trying to pull uh, a comic book out of a board and bag to read it on the bus. 100%. So, uh, on vacation, on the beach, I've read comic books and all that. So that's the thing that make, is appealing to me. And I'll never go away from buying new floppies. Like, I always have a physical pull list. But it's it's way cheaper. It's like 90 bucks a year for Marvel Unlimited. Mm-hmm. And it's way cheaper than, like you said, you can read thousands of dollars worth of trades. Yeah. In, a, in a year or whatever, right? And yeah. still have thousands more to go. Yeah, and especially for stuff that you're not going to be, that, that you don't want, like, the collectability or, or whatever. Like, at this point in time with, like, the Batman books, it's just keeping my run-up as much as anything else. Like, it Tom hel- King it, stuff? Yeah, yeah, it helps that, the, like, I really like Tom King's Batman run, but, like, the post-1000 detective issues, like, I think they're up to issue seven, and it's Tomasi writing it, who's mm-hmm. awesome most of the time, but, oh, man, like... It's, it's was rough. Tomasi doing the first Rebirth Detective comics with the team up of uh, Clayface and all that? Did yeah, he he did that stuff, and then he also did the like the Batman and Robin, like the Dick Grayson, Damian Wayne stuff too. Was the him Eternal? Uh, yeah, that was. I, I don't know if that was him for sure, but they did a book called Batman and Robin, and it was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That. Okay. Cool. Or and I think it was just like the Batman book, just kind of retitled or whatever. Which yeah. Sometimes. Nice. Nice. Yeah, like with the DC books, it's a bit harder than with the Marvel books to jump in and out. Like the thing with Marvel books is they start and stop so much. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's and they're not even when they do that too. They're not even fair jumping on points in my opinion. Yeah. Like a number one doesn't actually like they tried to do that so it's easy because so it's not intimidating right for new readers. Yeah. Um, but it's still as confusing. Like all the even all the new stuff now, even all the new Guardians they just. Like it's all you had to have read years of Guardians like to get what's going on. Even as far back, or? Uh, maybe not that far yeah. back, but definitely back to when Bendis picks it up. So 2013. Yeah. Like to get some of the nuances of the characters and what's going on. Or then sometimes they do full um, re envisionings of the characters. So I literally heading into Captain Marvel. I read ten years worth of Captain Marvel. Stories. Oh, like Life of Captain Marvel. And, or are you talking about Shazam? Or are you talking? No, no. Yeah. Like Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers. Yeah, yeah. Captain Marvel. So ten years. Yeah. And like over that time, I don't think any run went over twelve issues. That's or fifteen. They've rebooted that that comic run in the last five years, probably ten times. Yeah, and well, yeah, every yeah, single yeah. time she has a slightly different origin, and her character is slightly different. She's and she's Cree, or she's like uh, they keep mixing it up. But one well, is just hilarious. Like they redid her origin from scratch. Yeah. For like heading into the movie, so I was like, okay, this is gonna be what it is. <laughs> It's like totally different. And I was like, what was the point? You should have just kept the last one going. Well, that's the thing. And I know I'm probably the odd man out here. But for me, I think DC's fine now because they have the rebirth and they're, they're kind of clean up the continuity. But I would really like Marvel to go ballsy. And they should have done it. They missed their, missed their chance with uh, Secret Wars 2015. 
I really feel like they should just end the 616 completely. Just end it, put it in a pocket somewhere, and give us something new. Like, kind of ultimate, but go somewhere even more drastically different. Yeah. And just retell everybody. You can put Peter Parker back in high school if you want to, wherever the case is. But I want to see just, like, a new take, because I'm kind of sick of, like, these retellings. And, like, I get it, because I've been reading these comics for a while. But, yeah, like, for jumping on points, like, I really don't think they exist. Well, and no, like they do a pretty bad job of doing that. Lately. DC yeah. with New Fifty Two, they were almost there, but they yeah. got scared, right? Like I think if they had rebooted Batman from scratch and Green Lantern, but like Green Lantern, they didn't do it because they didn't want to alienate Jeff Johns, right? Because he had done Rebirth, like Green Lantern Rebirth before that, and that stuff was really successful. And then Grant Morrison had done all this work with Batman, which incorporated and all uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I have some authority on talking about it, and I don't think it was great, but whatever. But they didn't want to... Grant Morrison, what are you talking about, like, uh, Black Mirror? Like, Dick Grayson's Batman? Or are you talking yeah, about... Yeah, and so all that Corporate. stuff. And he did, like, the R.I.P. and the Return of Bruce Wayne and all yeah, that stuff. And yeah. then... And Damien and whatnot. Um, so if they had done New 52, mm-hmm. like, done the hard reboot with Bruce Wayne as well... Yeah. He's got to start off by himself, just like everybody no, else. No sidekicks. Yeah. Which would have been cool, but we've never got Court of Owls. <laughs> you, well, you could have. It could have started with Court of Owls. Well, well, they did, but the thing is, it's also heavily tied to Nightwing, too, with his ancestors being related to the Talons and yeah, the circus a, and all. Yeah. I guess you could cut it. But you could, you could twist it, right? Yeah. So he's tied to the Court of Owls and... The Court of Owls. Later too, actually. I guess you could yeah. do that and introduce Robin later on. Well, and the Court of Owls is what causes his parents to die, and then Bruce yeah, Wayne yeah, takes him yeah. in, and then you have a new Robin, right? Then you just yeah, start him off as like a 17, 18-year-old, and off you go. Feeling it. Well, and that's, that's got to be one of the things that these guys think about all the time, is that, like, because you're buried in so much continuity sometimes, it limits your ability to tell stories. Yeah. yeah. To a degree. And would I accept a full reboot of Marvel, though? That would be a tough pill to swallow. It's ballsy. But I think they could do it. Realistically, yeah, like they could. But the problem is, is that do you want the... Because what they would do is really lean on the MCU. And how do you... Not a bad thing, man. It's not a bad thing because it's good, great storytelling. But I do like the idea that like we had like... And this is stuff you could do too. Secret Empire, I thought was great. Yeah, you love that one by like, your boy, Spence. Yo, yeah, Spence and Cap going sideways. They just released the legend of like the end. Yeah. See, that's where they lost because I didn't like that Cap. No, the, they should armored Hydra. They should have done like the green suit Cap, not the armored Hydra one. Yeah, like yeah. it was like the green instead of the blue suit. It was green. Yeah, and it had like the Hydra logo on his chest. Right. Yeah. Um, this one, it doesn't look right to me. Like I barely remembered that because it was like the, the last issue. It's like at the very end. It last looks like Iron issues. Man Cap. Yeah, but I, mean, I just I had it in my hand actually the legend at uh, Toys R Us today. What's that going for? Pretty high. Age. It'd be like your bulk fifty nine 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 sixty nine nine nine. Yeah, I saw that one. So yeah. I may get it when it goes on discount below that thirty five bucks. It'll get there. I <laughs> yeah. can guarantee it'll. Yeah, get it there. will yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um. So, tell me this, guys. This is a question from the mighty Stubaka. Oh, I love that name. The ooh, mighty ooh. Stubaka now. What's well, Stubaka? Mighty? Well, it's oh, the okay. mighty Stubaka. Okay. You know, He's the mighty always Stubaka. mighty in my heart. Yeah, okay. yeah. So how much? is too much is there is there too much like i can tell you from me from my personal perspective here i've spoken in the past and even on this podcast right now about 2015 yeah 2015 was a freaking crazy year age of ultron force awakens that was the rebirth if you will of me as a major collector brought out the goons in us 
Oh man, it was the worst. Tim Tim what? had all those stones in his gauntlet. Man, I did. Man, I was I was running around the city like a maniac. It was it was pre first baby, and I was buying everything Elite Series, Black Series, Funko Pops. Like I've got bins of Funko Pops. I just went crazy. I bought every single one from Age of Ultron, every single one for Force Awakens, and there was so many. And I stepped back and was like, okay. I'm getting everything. This is great. And then I really looked at everything. And I was like, this is too much. That was too much. 2015 was too much yeah. of a year. And like legends were crazy then too. Like It's kind of almost like right now. With the yeah. Legends, legends yeah. are nuts right now. Yeah. Uh, Black Series is cooled off a bit. But yeah. like in, I, I got into Lego again that year. Right. And I was buying like major Lego the Helicarrier sets. and all that? The Helicarrier that year, was yeah. that year, I believe. The Sandcrawler I got was that year. And these are like, you know, three, four hundred dollar sets. And... That's that's when I was like, okay, 2015 was manic year. That was the first year we went to the goons, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm the goons, you, we're, man. We're going to Toys R Us, and guys are calling us out like they can't get away with that kind of stuff. And we're yeah. Going in there, <laughs> well, it was a limit. Blazing. It was it was a limit one one black series per individual, and Troy and I we were in line for hours. We get yeah. in there and we both grabbed two, <laughs> and we went to the register, and this guy behind me was just like furious like on my like all right here waiting for them to say no you can only have Put one and then he was gonna snag it yeah. <laughs> and then but no got up they boom boom ran us through <laughs> like i look at this guy with me <laughs> like, like no one's gonna throw down with him so <laughs> but um but yeah 2015 was the year of too much for me and i had oh, to man. really step back and shift my how i want to focus things and i feel really good about my collection now yeah. like i'm really good about because i was buying random legends just to get build a figure pieces and all that and i stopped doing that that's how they get you though that's yeah well i had a really nice conversation with the guy at eb games today when i went in and grabbed these legends and we got talking about marvel legends and all this and he's a collector and all that and but we're talking about how they put these build a figure pieces and we talk about this all the time yeah. random mcu build a figure pieces in with like random combo living laser yeah like <laughs> like characters and I, it's just Who's buying these? Like, yeah. why are they making these figures? And like, who actually wants that character? Yeah, yeah. some of these will linger forever. But anyways, but so that's <laughs> that's Marvel <laughs> Legends for another day. But yeah, 2015 was too much for me. So what? When? When? Have you ever had that moment? Is like, how much is too much for you? Well, you know, uh, going in, I've, I've always kind of been focused. I mean, I, I started off with the Marvel Selects, and then you got me into the Marvel Legends, and. Now I'm pretty much done with the Marvel Select, so I don't really mess with those anymore. So I've always kept my focus basically on the six-inch scale. So well, the six-inch line, which is the Marvel Legends, and then obviously the Black Series. And I did mess around with some of the DC collectibles, but the line was just kind of confusing because they did like the multiverse, and then they have like the DC collectible line, and kind of got lost in the sauce with that one. Um, so basically, it says Marvel Legends, Black Series, and the Hot Toys. So it, it's pretty narrowed down, and... I'll have the odd little Funkos, you know, mm. from from you, which is awesome, and they display pretty well with like minimal other Funkos that I yeah. have, so they look really cool. Well, that's even so. with the Funkos is that I don't have, I might only have six or seven on display, and they look I'm, great, and I probably have sixty, seventy of them. Yeah, yeah. they're um, a nice accent. Too. Yeah, they, they're yeah. accent pieces. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because you've you've I've watched your collecting evolve, and mm-hmm. like a lot of it's my fault. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> yeah. And like I've watched because you had the same thing, and like you just went like whole hog, and yeah. it was crazy for a while. But then we you find yourself refining, refining, refining for sure. And then, and then like even pulling out, like I know you did it a while ago, but like some like I think it's the beetle, you know, like 
it's something that came with a build a figure piece that I needed, but now I'm like, I don't want to display this thing. So I'm just actually like, I may even just sell them, but right now they're just being like stored up somewhere. Yeah. I've been, I did just did something. We'll talk about this next week on the pod, or I guess this will be in the past now, but I did a trade, my first ever trade. Yeah. And I had this, I have a real funny story. I'm going to save it for the other cast though. Um, on me going and trading this in a public place and all this like a <laughs> drug deal or something. <laughs> but, um, but Carlos, have you ever had that moment when, when you've realized or, you know, you've put, you've said to yourself, okay, this is too much, you know, how much for you is too much or has there ever been that line? Uh, yeah, no, you, you, I definitely started to kind of get there. Um, especially when I left my parents' house, like that was kind of the apex of collecting and yeah. just, it was just anything Batman would have to come home with me and yeah. stuff like that. And then, um, but that was kind of the era when Batman, the animated series was coming to a close and, um, there was the new, like the Batman was coming up and there was a bit of a lull between Batman and Robin and Batman begins and kind of with the stuff that was coming out at the time, there was mm-hmm. lots of random action figures being done by DC direct and whatnot. Was Kenner still with them too at this point or were they? Uh, Kenner, they Kenner was, but yeah. they didn't put out very much stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, my wife just kind of said, she's like, you got so many nice collectible pieces. Why are you buying these like rando action figures yeah. type of thing? And then a couple of my buddies and whatnot, they were also dabbling in the statue collecting and whatnot, but tons of stuff was going into storage. And I had this epiphany. I was like, well, how do you enjoy this stuff if it's just going into storage? Right. Yeah. And it's like, I think that point when you're when it's too much is when you're buying things, you're not enjoying it and it's just going into a storage locker somewhere. Yeah. And when your collection is actively costing you money week to week, month to month, like that's, that's kind of where I draw the line. So yeah. Yeah. Like if I can't, if I can't display it or if I don't love it anymore, I get rid of it. Um, and cause my wife is so, um, embracing of the collecting. If there's something she doesn't like, even if I kind of like it, I'll sometimes get rid of it. Like I had this, pretty sweet red rain batman yeah. where he was like coming up out of the grave and he's like this vampire batman is like this is batman dracula story but she just always hated that thing from <laughs> the time we were dating and i was like ah you know what we'll let him go we'll let him go so yeah stuff like that so yeah. if it's if it's kind of jamming you up and you don't you don't really love it that's what's well, the thing you gotta love it too right like yeah. if it's gonna be up if it's gonna be in your nerd room your back cave whatever you got to love it. Yeah. And I've always had, you know, kind of going back to, to Grav's question about the rules, one of my things is I never want my room to look cluttered. Yeah. Like 100%. a mess, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be. It's, so if you've got so much stuff that the shelves are clogged and everything's kind of messy and it's just all over the place, randomly placed. Yeah. To me, that that you're doing a disservice to your collection. Yeah. You've got too much stuff. Yeah. If that's the case, one way you can get around that is I do a rotation of stuff. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of shelves that like, I have a Marvel set of shelves and a Star Wars set of shelves, and I rotate stuff through there. You know, sometimes stuff will be on there for six months, and I'll go back through some of the bins. Like, I want to bring this. I just just rebrought out all my old selects. Nice. And they're gonna yeah. go onto the shelves from like Iron Man three, cool. Thor one. Yeah. Uh, I got, yeah, I got Falcon from uh, Winter Soldier. Um, so some really cool stuff that hasn't been out in years. Yeah. And it's going to go on the shelves. So I'm going to rotate stuff back. So it's it's about keeping that collection fresh. Mm-hmm. But that's one way, I guess, kind of to segue nicely from Stubaka's question here is that's one way for me that to know when, you know, too much, like when it is too much is if you don't have space for it. Yeah. And it's okay to bin stuff in that for a while. Yeah. But like as soon as you 
your your room looks like garbage mm-hmm. kind of hoardy yeah, yeah hoardy yeah, that's the thing yeah. you want to avoid gotta stacked up stuff that. it's got to look yeah. nice like yeah. for people to appreciate like people walk into my room and like i've said this before you have this people are like oh this is awesome or like uh okay sure yeah, what do you got going um, on here yeah it's fine we should probably close this door and never come in here again <laughs> um but when people walk in i want them like the people that do like it, i want them to be like whoa you had a buddy walk in the other day and he goes like your personal collection is unbelievable He's like, it's pristine down there. And it's like the cleanest room in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it goes. But I just, I love the look of it and seeing your pictures. And I've been in your place a ton of times, Troy. And it's like, you go down and everyone has their own twist on it too, yeah. right? On their nerd rooms. And you can see their, their own flavor, their own style in how they display things, how yeah. things go up. And it's that tweak, man. Like I know yeah. you tweak all the time. I'm tweaking. I'm sure you're just always oh, yeah. like, it's yeah. always about, you it's know, like shifting. Li- yeah. Living room, dining room arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jess, we got a couple more questions. Now, cool. I don't think we're going to be able to get to everyone's questions, but we will put these into the archives. And I've already had a blast doing this episode. Oh, yeah. So we're definitely going to awesome. do another one of these. Um, let's, let's look at one here from our, our boy, uh, our boy, Maddie. Nice. Um, this one's going to be a little, he's got two questions here, but we've kind of already went through part of one of them. Um, but how about this? Do you have a white whale for your collection? Is there something that you searched and searched, but have never been able to pick up? Thanks, Maddie. This is Maddie Salvatore. Make sure you go check out all the stuff he's doing on Lego Stop Motion. Um, he just had a big thing. He got into yeah. some Halo. Yeah, Halo picked him up, man. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. So he's doing great stuff over yeah, there. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, so make sure to go check him out. Um, but White Whale, man. Do you have a White Whale? Something that you've been... And it doesn't even have to be expensive. Like, something that you've been searching for for a year. There's a hole in your collection, a gap in your collection uh, that you just have not been able to find. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy one. For me, it's the, the first release of Anakin Skywalker oh, yeah. Black Series 2014 in the orange. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been... Yeah, I'm never going to find that one. I mean, I'm going to get the archive line. I already have it pre-ordered. That's great. But it's not coming in that original yeah. square uh, black and orange box. So it's it's probably that. Um, I'd like to get my hands on one more original Marvel Legends Spider-Man. Pizza Spider-Man, they call him. They yeah. dubbed him. Um, they re-released him again, but he came in like the vintage card back. And his red and blues were actually slightly different. The Spider logo was even different too. But yeah, it's always probably going to be that Anakin. Yeah. 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 You got one, man? Oh, I'd I'd love to have like just a handful of packaged superpowers like oh. action figures on the card. Like obviously Batman and Robin yeah. and Superman would be kind of the, the three that I would love, love, love to have. Like Garcia Lopez art, man. Oh. Like you can sell me anything with that guy's stuff on it. But, oh. Yeah, I just I can never find them at a price I'm willing to pay and the ones that are kind of attainable have always had the holes in them so the bubble's all yellow and stuff yeah. and that kind of defeats the purpose and actually that show that I met you and Sanjay at the the red and white show there was a guy who had Batman and he had the comic from it and I was like ah, I was thinking about it and I did kind of one more one more round yeah, with you guys and she was gone oh, she oh, was, oh, yeah it was really? gone yeah oh well it's, it's funny you say that because one of my white whales, Troy, is that same Anakin. Yeah. And the red and white show, maybe three, four years ago, I walk in and I go to the one booth. I go to the same guy every single time with the hope that he has it again. But he had two of those Anakins. I picked both of them up. And the boxes were it had a, just a slight wear on them. Like It looks like one got dropped on the ground. Like The corner was a little bit bent. And I put them both down. And I said... You know what? 
and they're like 25 bucks. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Like they weren't even retail. They're less than retail. Less than retail. Yeah, now you can't get them for less than like 2 or 300 bucks. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll grab these. I'm going to go wander around a little bit. Come back both gone. <laughs> Never saw them in stores. That's the only time I've ever but I had them both in my hand like an that's idiot. That's crazy. And like and that's another reason why we established the rule. Yeah. It's that and we we're talking about this a couple of weeks ago about, you know, gut check it. It's if you feel like you need just either that or just to hold on to it. It's harder at those shows because you can't just walk away with it and then like yeah. a store. Like, you know, you we've all done it where you tuck something in behind. Oh yeah. yeah. All the time. Right. Probably I, do it today. I give guys like twenty bucks. Bro, yeah. I was hiding things for you at Hot Topic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's taking yeah. pictures like if you want this, this here. Yeah. <laughs> like hidden behind some like, you know, seven dollar pop that no one's ever gonna look behind. Yeah. But um but yeah, that that Anakin's a big one because that I'm that Anakin and the Clone Trooper are the two yeah. that I don't have to complete that first run of the black series, the the orange card backs. Yeah. That's, that's that's probably the one lingering thing in my collection where I'm like, I need to have this. Yeah. Because Legends, they've gotten, or Black Series 2, they've gotten, there's so many of them that having all of them isn't really realistic anymore. No. And so the idea of going back and getting those original runs is like, I've got more, and I'm kind of short on a few of the blue card back ones, but it's mostly just like the variant troopers. So, but yeah, I just say, man, we're the same. We're just, like, yeah. each of our white whales is that, uh, that Anakin. I need the clone troopers up there too for that me. one's up there too for you. Because like, those are only two I need to complete that set. Man. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's that I gotta give a shout out to Darth Goody again because you know that happened to me similar with uh, one of the shows, Calgary Expo we had here. It was the first release of the Expo Marvel Legends with uh classic nineties Jim Lee Cyclops, and then we also got like oh. Old Man Logan. And they're flooded with Old Man Logans. And they were like retail price, about 25, 30 bucks. It was like sweet, I'll get Wolverine right now. But they had the Jim Lee Cyclops, and he was like 65 bucks. And I was like, they just dropped. So, like, I'm not going to pay that here. I'll see him in EB Games in a couple weeks, I'm sure, for $30. Never saw that figure ever oh. again until a couple months back. Darth Goody hit me up, and he had a spare Cyclops, and he sent it over. And it's that's like the X-Men White Will I've been chasing, man. That's my favorite X-Men character is uh, Cyclops Jim Lee. So yeah. Well, and they always do fun. this figure good. Even the the Toy Biz one yeah. was awesome, like yeah. with the little switch on the back and like no articulation uh, in the hands i think too for the visor yeah yeah, yeah his hand had the two fingers up yeah and yeah 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 it's great ah, beauty yeah. man ah that's awesome Jeez, i don't know um yeah like that was the, we all three of us got that question right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. All, okay, okay. All, all i couldn't remember it, like yeah. yeah so speaking of darth goody here we got uh we got a question from him this nice. is uh, one of the, the few instagram ones so this is a uh, and sorry kind of, he kind of gives a caveat because this doesn't really count for Sanjay, so Carlos. <laughs> it's, it's a Star Wars Black Series question. This is okay. Star Wars Black Series. You can keep slash have one figure from each trilogy. What are your three figs? Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Shoot, that's a heck of a question. Then, yeah. So the second part of this is: Can you consider? You can consider overall quality, market value, nostalgia, or what you feel best represents said trilogy. So that goes with the back thing. So he says, I don't think Sanjay is a fig guy. So help him out here. So we got to pick one Black Series figure per trilogy for that you think best either best represents it's a nostalgia thing it's a hunt thing whatever oh. yeah what what are your what are your three there that best represent the the trilogies so we could pick any but it has to be within these trilogy yeah with trilogy. made figure within those trilogies you yeah. think is like that's the one that represents oh, it for you oh man well going back to anakin obviously yeah. so that's one i definitely have for the prequel, prequel trilogy. yeah closing that chapter 
Uh, sequel trilogy, I would go with Island Ray. I really like that figure. Yeah. I know you can find them everywhere, but I love that Ray. You can find like nine bucks now. Yeah, super cheap. Definitely not a Jyn Erso. <laughs> no, no. Well, I guess I could use it for Rogue One. I mean, yeah. that's its only... Cassian Andor, maybe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the OG trilogy, you know, the face isn't the greatest, but I would go with Bespin Luke. Best Can't find Luke. that thing anywhere. No. That's like... That's the hardest Luke out there. Probably even harder than Return of the Jedi Luke. The orange card back, Bespin? Yeah. yeah. You have it. I'm staring right yeah, at you it. Get, you can <laughs> see it across the hall here. But we are going to get it. We're, we're getting the training Luke, so that's the yeah. next closest thing. Yes, you are. The Thanks Empire. to you telling yeah. me to vote. Yeah. That one vote made the difference, yeah. so we are there getting you go. it. Your votes do make a difference, guys. Yeah. <laughs> on action figures. Uh, mine is going to be the mall. The orange card back mall. You don't have that one? I do. Oh, okay. But it's like oh. best representing the, the thing. So... I, and I love the uh, the new the one that Rick got me the card back from Celebration, uh, Celebration yeah. yeah. But that mall from that first series is definitely and this is gonna be a funny one for the original trilogy. It's got to be the Boba Fett for me, and yeah, that just comes figure. down because that was the first figure in this run that I had to hunt for. And I told the story and I you know mentioned earlier, but I paid like seventy dollars for it, and then found them at all places the Disney store. That's crazy. And I ended up buying three of them, and I gave one to you, I gave yeah. one to another buddy, and I and I because I tried to take back the seventy dollar one, and it was uh, it was a local comic book shop, not my local comic book shop, but one in the city, and he's just like, "No, nah, sorry, like no, no, no return." Well, I <laughs> tell you exactly where that is. Yeah, you know exactly where that is, right? Yeah, Keep yeah. trying to tell Sanjay not to shop there. Yeah, I have a good idea now. It's yeah, like I'll even idea. buy your books for you and deliver them. If yeah. You yeah. Want. yeah, I hate that store that much. I have a good idea where that is now. And then, uh, and then for the sequel trilogy, it's got to be that Kylo Ren with the mask or the, mask on. Oh, hundred percent with the mask. That's a dope figure. You know, that's oh. that's the figure, man. That's where we gooned it. Yeah, that's where we gooned it. Yeah, <laughs> that was the figure I got. So those those are the three that to me represents the trilogy. At least for me, that's and good. That's figure. more. That's more like the more of a nostalgia of the hunt thing for me. Yeah, it's probably better figures. Like the Vader figure is pretty dope. Oh, they're like the the newer one. The blue card back one. Oh, you like that one with yeah. the mask off? You can take the mask off and everything. Oh, you yeah. can. Oh, you never opened it. I've never opened it. No. Yeah, yeah. So you can see Anakin's scarred face. Oh, really? If you take it off. Did yeah. not know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, yeah. crazy. So, yeah, that's uh, that's Black Series for us, and I think that's where we are gonna cut it. I sorry guys if we didn't get to everyone's questions here. Um, we will put these in the vault archive them, and we will get back at this. Ask anything. Maybe we'll get Sanjay away from the bars at some point to get him back on one of these ask us anything but we hope you guys enjoyed this i've had a blast recording this with you guys. Oh, always man. yeah, yeah we're gonna turn off the mics and continue to go with the discussion of course yeah and yeah i don't know exactly when this episode is going to drop but probably sometime the end of july here so we'll have already run through sccc 2019 there's big stuff marvel 90 minute mcu panel oh oh it's gonna we'll be get crazy. that uh, action figure reveals are we getting that slate I think we are more Black Widow too, then, right? Yeah, obviously, we'll get. I think we'll get a Black Widow. Some probably Black Panther. Oh yeah, Black Panther for sure. Yeah, Black Panther two, Doc Strange two, uh, Black Widow Eternals. I'm here. Millie Bobby Brown is yeah. casting the Eternals. That's right. Yeah. Sang Chi. Yeah, right? Sang Chi. Definitely gotta get that. Yeah. Um, so big stuff there, and we're, we're gonna be you know back at you guys. We got a Shazam review coming up at some point here because the Steel Book drops soon. Do you have the still book coming? No, I'm gonna borrow the digital code nice. from Sanjay. Do you have the still book coming? Yeah, via Sanjay. Ah, yeah. there yeah. you go. He's our dealer, man. Yeah, he's our dealer. <laughs> yeah. So still book dude, yeah. Absolutely fantastic, guys. And like I said, we'll be back at the mics doing this again very soon. If you'd like to be a part of the show or contribute to one of these in the future, 
You can always email us at thenerdroom at gmail.com. You can find everything we do on thenerdroom.net. Everything also that us and the Star Wars Commonwealth do over at Star Wars Commonwealth. Dot com and big shout out to our man Rob Way that endorses this podcast each and every week over emotionally14.com and if you'd like to interact with us Carlos the whole crew you can find us at hashtag Twitter gang hashtag we the nerd hashtag stay nerd yeah man and our handles are at the end of the episode Carlos just shout out your handle so that people can find you it's at Canadian Caped Crusader with yes. no e Yes, so, yeah. and make sure you're checking out his shelf Sundays as mm. well as the reviews that you do over at what is it Letterbox? Letterbox, yeah, and I yeah. usually tweet them out or tweet yeah. out the link and stuff. So, so. yeah, nice spoiler-free yeah. reviews for you guys, mm-hmm. and they come hot off the press. Yeah, so right as you've seen the film, so yeah, some great stuff in there. Always doing great stuff, and always appreciate you coming onto the cast. You jumped on the reactions with us this year, so it's it's always happy to have you in the room, man. Oh man, my pleasure. My my genuine pleasure, like I yeah. I love it so. Oh, yeah. Best times, man. Yeah, it's good. This is this is the evolution. You guys are like bring, bringing the old man along to the uh, to the new gen. He calls himself the old man, but you put three of us together, and you probably peg him as the youngest looking one. <laughs> like I definitely look out of all four of us, I definitely look the oldest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so anyways, guys, hope you've enjoyed Detours episode number two i think the last one we did was about a year ago oh there you go <laughs> about an episode a year in detours <laughs> i'd like to do a few more of these uh it's 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 you know we're finding that rhythm with the kids and all that so yeah we will be back at the mic soon until then for the nerd room detours i'm tim i'm troy i'm carlos and thank you guys very much for joining us this week we will catch you guys soon this has been a nerd room podcast production you can find our hosts tim troy and sanjay on twitter at the nerd rm Troy the Boy 87 and Sun Jabby. For more content from the Nerd Room, check out the nerdroom.net and don't forget to subscribe to the Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you plug in. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find more podcasts from Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X Wing, Road Squadron Podcast, San Diego Sabres Radio Podcast, Tattooing Sons, Retro Inc., and the Sandcrawler Podcast. Follow the Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SW Commonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world. 